from Percy. He loves doing that, and he always gives me a look, too. So tonight we've got special guests. We've got a good podcast, a good uh, choice. So we have my lovely wife, Amanda, here, and our very good friend, April, here, and a very long-time, lifetime friend, Chuck Ellis, has popped in. They're all podcast alumni, and the topic tonight is heartbreak breakup songs. So this could turn out to be really interesting, and for sure it's going to make a great playlist, I know. Um, I want to thank our sponsors, Spices Smokehouse Crackers, Busted Oak Bourbon Society, um, Anchor, uh, Redmont Vodka, our unofficial sponsor. We're working on that. They've actually shared our Facebook posts a couple of, eh, at least once, if not twice. Once. Once, but that was a start. So the playlist will be available on Apple. We're trying to figure out putting it on Spotify. There's a little twist there. We're going to get to the bottom of it, though. But the podcast, of course, is going to be... Man, that was a sound. Excuse you, Mr. Yeah, man, Chuck. Mr. Manners over there. Excuse <laughs> me. Yeah. So, y'all ready to get rolling? Heartbreak, breakup songs, and we're going to... Uh, We've got a lovely charcuterie board, some red wine going, some drinks. I mean, we're we're in good shape in here. Happy. This is going to be a fun time. All right. So let's start with honorable mentions. And, of course, we're going to my right. So, Percy, you're up. My first honorable mention was actually first recorded in 1981, but didn't become a hit until 1987 when it was on Family Ties. Oh, my God. Oh, God. oh, I know this. And that's Billy Vera and the Beaters <laughs> at this, at this moment. moment. <laughs> it was uh, first debuted on the show and then became like his one hit one. It was number one hit after that. Yeah. Fantastic. Man, I'm, we almost stole each other's thunder because I love that song. My second honorable mention was first recorded in 1970 by Bobby Bear, but I'm going with the person that wrote it when he recorded it. And Chris Christopherson recorded Come Sundown. Oh, wow. And it says, Come Sundown. It says, This morning she's just leaving, but come sundown, she'll be gone. Mm -hmm. Mm. Thank God, Graham, she's gone. Yeah, Christopherson, one of the greatest writers. And... Uh, we've got a songwriting podcast coming up soon. So. And my second one, is, I mean, my last one is one probably nobody's ever heard, except for Faith has heard this. It's by a man named Hayes Carl. Oh, boy. And it's called She Left Me for Jesus. Oh. And there's a line in this song that says, She left me for Jesus, and that it just ain't fair. She says he's perfect. How could I compare? She says, I could find him, and I'll know peace at last. But if I ever find Jesus, I'm kicking his ass. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's good. That's, That's a good, good one. That's fantastic. I'm glad you picked that one. That's a great song. That's my you last You turned me on that. That's a good honorable mention. Honorable mention. Well, and, and just so everybody knows, we, we try not to share what our picks are, uh, but we... Sometimes we come a little double prepared unless something gets someone else picks one of our picks. But if you do, it's not a big deal. 
So it'll all be on it'll all be on the playlist regardless. And we're doing this because uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. So we thought instead of we've already done love songs, we thought we would do heartbreak breakup songs because you know if if you're broken up and it's Valentine's Day, it's sort of a shitty Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. It so is. yeah, what a drag. So. April, are you ready? I think. I'm so interested in guys, what you got. I am, like, not good at narrowing things down, okay? So, none of these are really, really in any particular order, but here we go. So, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. So, when I'm thinking about, you know, heartbreak songs and all that, all of them are not sad. No. And all of them are not angry, but still make the point. And so, there's a song by CeeLo Green called Forget You. Y'all yeah. know what I'm and, talking about? Oh, the yes. original song is the F word you, right? Mm-hmm. But the the one that became popular was Forget You. Forget and that freaking song is so much fun to listen to, but at the same time, he is digging it at the guy that stole his girl. Yeah. So, that's my first one. That's a great you, choice. You know, interesting I got a CeeLo Green story, but I'm not going to tell it. Well, You're right. Tell it if you yeah. want to. But anyway, so my next one. It's a new song. It's a new song for me. My son was like, Mom, listen to these, listen to these. So uh, this band, I don't know a lot about them. They're out of Texas. The uh, Pecos and the Rooftops wow. is what they're called, okay? <laughs> okay. It's new to me. Okay, that's what I'm saying. And Maybe it's on Apple. Oh, it is. It's become really popular with the kids. And okay. the song is called This Damn Song. Okay. And it's a it's an Americana country song, and it's about him, and he gets drunk one night, stays up all night, you know, upset over a girl, and the name of the song is "Why Am I Up," writing this damn song. So, right you need to. You got, All right. Got to well, we'll See, be I'm listening to, to it. Something different. That's to good. Okay, and so the next one is one that we've all heard, and it's like I say, it's not in my normal genre, and it is "I'm Not the Only One" by Sam Smith. Uh, okay. It's yeah, a that's real a good, good one. one. Yeah, that's I mean, a good he one. is just torn up, and he is just belting it out. So that is. The third one. So Those are your honorable mentions. Yes. That's an excellent job. And if you watched the Grammys the other night. Well, I did not. Okay. And I, I have no interest at all. And yeah, so sorry. I don't even want to talk. We're not even bringing no, that to same attention. Guy. That's He's not, not even worth it. it. No, but it's it. not even worth it. Same yes. Guy. Same guy. Uh, I was like, what happened? What happened to him? <laughs> he was heartbroken, apparently. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched the Grammys and apparently I yelled at the TV all he night. He did. He yelled at the TV the entire time. I'm like, just change the channel. I still had to see how crappy yeah, he, it was. He wanted yeah. to be mad. I did. It was one of those moods. It was so. very political. Right? All right, Amanda. Huh? This was hard for me. I had so many songs and it was hard to eliminate some. But anyway, my honorable mentions. My first one. This song is so overplayed, but I feel like it belongs on the list. It's Alanis Morissette, You Ought to Know. Oh, yeah. Um, she oh, yeah. allegedly wrote this song about Dave Coulier, who she dated, mm-hmm. Joey from Full House. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was never confirmed. Broke um, her heart. Just mad, angry song. That's kind mm-hmm. of like how the theme of my playlist. So, mm-hmm. um, Man, that mental uh, note. from the Chili Peppers <laughs> plays bass on this song. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. I don't, I didn't do any homework for any mm-hmm. of these songs. This mm-hmm. is just, and, um, Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction plays guitar on this song. Mm-hmm. This song is either right before or right after Taylor Hawkins became her drummer. I think it's after. This album, Jagged Little Peel, I think was after. It's 95. 
So I don't know where yeah. that time frame is. But Dave Grohl hired him away from Alanis to be his drummer for Foo Fighters. Somewhere around this time, right before, right after. Not Taylor on this song, but anyway, that's my first honorable mention. Second one is, um, <clears throat> I just feel like Adele belongs on this list. I mean, you could just say Adele, any song. Um, I picked Take It All just because it kind of goes with my theme of take it all, get out, don't look at this crumbling fool on the floor, you know, just get out of here. I don't, I don't want to argue with you, just go. And then my third honorable Good mention uh -huh. is Don't Go Away Mad by Molly Crew. Um, my story for this song, I saw them on this tour, Dr. Feelgood, with my friend Sandy. She's not been feeling well, but back in the day, um, it just brought back good memories. She got us to every concert there ever was. Came to late 80s, early 90s, she was going to see everybody, and I got to go along with her on a bunch of those concerts. Thank you, Sandy, for the memories, and I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, get well, Sandy. I for you, yes. So um, that's my honorable mentions. Those are great. great. Those are fantastic. Are great. <laughs> All right. So I sort of went off into the weirdness for me. Um, you would think I would not pick these, but I did. My first honorable mention is When I Was Your Man. Love that song. Bruno Mars. Uh, got to see him in concert. I didn't want to go, but someone bought me a ticket, and I went, and he was fantastic. And he had a great... A true life story about that about that breakup, so that was uh, very memorable. And it's a fantastic song. Mm -hmm. it really is. So, uh, my second one is another one that people would think no, he wouldn't pick anything like that, but it's "End of the Road" by Boys to Men. Yes. Okay. Which okay. first debuted on an Eddie Murphy movie? You got something to say, Percy? Well, no, actually. Either my junior or senior year in high school, that was our. <laughs> that was like your boys our, our prom song. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm old. Yeah. Boys to Men, End of the Road. It's fantastic, but you know, it's got the guy doing bass and, you know, sort of a narrative there. So just always love it. Um, I don't know if anybody's going to remember this one. Um, it's from, gosh, seven, late 70s probably. It's Bluer Than Blue. Yes. By Michael Johnson. I Yeah, so it was a great song. And that's just, he was as low as you'd get. So I, I just remember that song from Never way back. Yeah. Never been there, Chad? Never been there. <laughs> no. Not a relationship. No. <laughs> Good for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not lying either. Well, so that's my honorable mentions. So we're at number five. Percy, what you got? I can't wait. My number five is, it was written by Merle Haggard, but since we can only use an artist once, I'm going with his son's performance of it after Merle died when they did a tribute, and it's Ben Haggard doing What Am I Going to Do With the Rest of My Life. Oh. And that song, it says, I can make it for a day or two without you, and maybe I can make it through the night. I can smoke and I can drink and probably be all right till morning. But what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Mm. Mm. That's neat. Merle, you, one of the greatest you can take, songwriters of all time. Yes, really you is. can do Merle Haggard songs on this. Oh, yeah. Just a list of Merle Haggard songs. Just oh, Merle. Lord. Yeah. Just Merle. Really good. Uh, Buck idea. Owens never had his heart broken, by the way. Right. Yes, and I started to do this just to make you mad, but Buck Owens barely missed my list. Oh. 
What what his first number one hit was, which was, was a heartbreak song when he did "Before You Go." Okay. Be sure you know how much you're gonna hurt me. <laughs> but that, well, that's my list. Yeah, and I almost had one that made the list, but it didn't, and it's "Goodbye Time" by Conway Twitty. So, but did not make the list. But it's a great song. All right, April, what's your number five? So I, I had to adjust because. What my number five was the last Morissette song, so I was prepared for this because I had a feeling we might overlap yeah. a little bit. Yeah, well, you two hippies were gonna. Well, overlap. we're <laughs> same age. I mean, and we're females. And yeah, we're not always sad about breakups. Sometimes we're. Yeah, basically, so, that's a that's a give them the finger song right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm throwing in this one because I, I like throwing in the wrenches. So Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real. Okay. I love Lucas. Saw him. So, find yourself. Okay, yes, that's a great song. Uh, Lady Gaga is sings with him on it, and mm. it is yeah. just and it's kind of like they're not broken up, right? And he's like, you know, you better go find yourself before I find somebody else that I deserve. And it's just a warning song. And it's on. a really good one. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Come on, that's great. Mm -hmm. I love Lucas. Yes, Nelson. and I've been lobbying for a. Uh, Lucas Nelson, Shooter Jennings. Oh Lord, that would be fantastic! Oh. Yeah, that's, that's Waylon and Willie's right there, mm -hmm. current day. Mm -hmm. well, we might can they they have performed together. About it, but of so course it is. We we may be able to pull that off. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Okay, Amanda, what's your number five? <laughs> okay, mine. I get scared five. at some of these. My number five is, I'm going, it's a popular song, but I'm going with the artist who wrote it instead of the one you may think. Um, Nothing Compares to You by Prince. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. It's oh the best gosh. version. You're right. So soulful, so mm -hmm. good. I'm such a Prince head. Mm -hmm. um, saw him in concert in the 85-ish in Birmingham. Lied to my parents. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Amazing show. But That's anyway, heyday. Nothing compares to you. It was purple rain. It was. This is a great song. It'll it'll go good on the playlist. Nothing compares to you, my friends. Mm -hmm. I love it. I like it. Love it. That's good. I like yes. it. Yes. Nothing compares to me. <laughs> <laughs> she was looking at you, right? That's right. Yeah. I like. I appreciate her, her, that. Her eyes were shining. Yeah. Yeah. Love. yeah. <laughs> All right, my number five is it's sort of old school, old school 70s. But, you know, before I moved here, I grew up in Athens, Georgia, and I went to a uh, middle school that uh, I really didn't belong in, in other words. But there was a lot of soul and funk and all this stuff played. But uh, So I got exposed to a lot of this R&B at a young age, and I'm going with Kiss and Say Goodbye. By the Manhattans, because yeah. it opens up with the bass guy, another narrative, another deep voice narrative opening the song up. You know, I had to meet you here today for a bit of bad news. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's, it's, such a bass song. Yeah, it is. It is. I know every word, but I will spare the listeners of my rendition. So I'm going, that was my number five. All right. Percy, what you got for number four? My number four is a song, and it was co-written by Billy Sherrill, who's actually from Phil Campbell, Alabama. That's right. Philip Campbell. And if you've watched the series, George and Tammy, we have. Yeah, it was we on do. there. 
and George sang The Door. Mm, and, boy. It, and it talks about a man who heard bombs at war, but nothing was worse than the slamming of the door. Mm. That's good stuff. And this song has, I've noticed since the series, they've been playing it on classic country radio stations a lot. And of course. Used, used to, you would never hear it. And yeah. it, which is good because it's a great song. Yeah, it's great. Sort of brought it back. That series was fabulous. If y'all haven't yeah. seen it, I think it's still available. George and Tammy, is it on Showtime. Paramount? Showtime. 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 And I think it's on Paramount, the same too. Company yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. we started it, but we didn't get finished. So, yeah. Uh, we, we you got to finish it up. Yeah. You'll realize yeah, that yeah. they were both whack. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Truly. All right. <laughs> Whacked out. Yeah. All right. Number four for you, April. Can't wait. <gasps> I can't wait. Okay. Number four for me. So, Adele. Okay. Um, Rolling in the Deep. That's a, oh, that's a I mean, one. so I was thinking, I was reading up on it, trying to have some information because I was a slacker last time. No, oh, you did good last time. <laughs> you did great. Anyway, so, Rolling in the Deep. So, there's this slang word in, in the UK called Roll Deep. Okay. Yeah. Have you, I mean, and it means like yeah, always having there. someone having yeah. your back. Or okay. knowing that, you know, I roll deep with him. Like, in yeah. other words, yeah. he will always be there for me. So when you think about, I mean, so the, the name of the song makes so much more sense because I was thinking water, but it's mm. not that. It's about, you know, we were rolling in the deep. I thought you were it for me. And here, yeah. you, here thought you, you had came. my back. And yeah. Now, and now. so she was just pissed. And she had that's a great story. Isn't it interesting? Yes. In fact, I, found, yeah, I came across cool. that and I was like, well, that's cool. That makes so much more sense now. Because I thought it was about water. Time. You know, I was mm -hmm. thinking rolling in the deep. It's the deep end, you know. But it's not. It's roll deep. Roll so deep. we roll deep, baby. Yeah. We, roll, we, roll, we, roll, we all deep. in this room roll we deep. We roll deep. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm love a, I'll be using that from now on. No, no doubt. Now that I know. Roll deep. Great selection. Thank you. All right, honey, what you got? Okay, my number four is a song that um, the artist, the band's record company, wanted to release as a single, and the band refused to let it be a single because the song was so sacred to them. It meant so much to them. They did not want to be overplayed on the radio and all that. But this song is, fans of this band will list this probably in their top three of all time by this band. It is Black by Pearl Jam. Boom. One of the most heartbreaking songs ever. Is it? No, that's fine. I told you one you to worry about. It is. It's true. The pain in his voice, you can feel it. He wrote it about ex-wife or something like that. Yes, I got a fun fact on that What's your fun fact? You may already know. No, no, no. I don't have any facts. So this song was written as an instrumental first. It was written as instrumental first. And so before Pearl Jam was Pearl Jam, they had written it. It was a ballad, the E-Ballads, what they called it. So when they were looking for a lead singer, Eddie Vedder, they sent him all these songs, and he sang a bunch. And, of course, he was on his way to meet them for the first time. And he listened to the instrumental. And I don't know if he was on the bus or the plane, but he wrote the lyrics on the trip to meet them for the first time. Wow. So this song was the first this. song. On their first album, mm -hmm. right? It's position it's on one, I believe. On ten. On ten, right? Mm -hmm. And so, fun fact. Great story. Great fun fact. <laughs> and April and I are going to the ends of the earth. It's that's my next big one. one. That's my next big one. Don't, don't skip a while on Panic Show for that. I know that that's big. They're only because I looked, and their only show this year is in Tempe, Arizona, in like two weeks. So we, we're that, not going to get no, that. No, but. we're not going to get that. 
But we're going to go. We're going. We're going. I'm in. All right. Jealous of everybody who got to see him in Wrigley. Yeah. Yeah. We can get there. 24 hours. Wish we had that MG midget, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amando, what is your number? Your it's not number four. four. I do this four. sometimes. Yeah. All right. I don't know if anybody. Sorry, Percy. Quit laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking. Right. Too many. Too many concussions. Yes. <laughs> Me and Chuck know. <laughs> Yeah. All right. My number four. I don't know if anybody will remember this, but it's a great song, and it is still got the blues by Gary Moore. I do. Yeah. Great guitarist. Great song. And that was, what was that? Circa probably 81? I didn't do enough homework on it, but I play the song at home all the time. So. I don't recognize the name, but I'm sure I'd recognize the song. Yeah, still got the blues, Gary Moore. It'll be great on the playlist. I hope you enjoy it. So now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Top three, you got this look in my eye. I didn't break your heart, Percy. Thank God. You know what he said. You got this look in my eye. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> look in your eye. Once yeah. again, too many concussions. We'll let it slide this time. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Lucha didn't call me a nasty name. I'm reserving that for later. Okay. So it's my turn. Yes. Number three. My number three. I'm surprised that you got the number right. <laughs> my number three was recorded in 1969 by the killer, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, of course. And it was, she even woke me up to say goodbye. <laughs> That's his 14-year-old niece or whatever. Yeah, that cousin. was his cousin he married. <laughs> 14-year-old She cousin. figured out, I'm married to an old man. I'm going. That's my relative. Yeah. Run, run. That's a good one. No, it, it's a great song, and it talks about how it, it's not her heart, it's her mind. Yeah. Through the whole song. And it says, she even woke me up to say goodbye. And at the end of it, Jerry Lee says, Goodbye, baby. <laughs> <laughs> of course he, he did. A great legend, legend. Yeah. All right. Number three, April. Uh, so I'm having to regroup again I'm because sorry. no, it's fine. We should have compared. So we no, it doesn't matter. matter. That's why we have. That's why we have extras. Okay, so I'm rethinking the order here, real quick. Um, I'm on number three. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. See? You may have had a concussion too. Well, I had some. I had something. Um, okay, so I hope I pronounced the name of the band right. I've asked Gotye, G O T Y E. I think it's a single male singer. It's Gotye. 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 French. Yeah. Well, so there's a song called "Somebody That I Used to Know." Just somebody that I used to know. Okay. It's a great song. Yes, it is. It is a great song. So basically, it's about so this, this this guy he finally gets to the point where he's over it. She's just somebody that I used that to know. Used to know. So there you go. Mm, great choice. I can't wait to hear that one because I have not. Have you heard that one, honey? I think so. You have. Okay. You probably just yeah. didn't know because I didn't know the artist's name. I'm terrible at artists and songs. Yeah, I didn't know the artist's name either. All right, good one. Can't wait for this playlist. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Singles Awareness Day. Just put this playlist on. And when is that? February 14th. That's, I'll be oh, yeah, 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 in yeah. a hotel in Chattanooga. Mike will be wherever Mike goes. Um, Taking care of dogs. So, yeah. Probably at the brewery. 
or busted up bourbon society. Yeah. There we go. All right. All right, sweetie. What's your number three? Okay, my number three, I had to have him on here. We saw him Friday night, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, God. Drive all night. Uh -huh. um, oh, yeah. When I lost you, honey, I lost... I lost yeah. my guts, too. Yes, I lost my guts, too. Um, it's a great song. You feel his pain in the song. He would drive all night to do Just all to buy her a pair of shoes. Just to be with her again. So, what a great concert. Mm -hmm. I had to have him on here. I mm -hmm. feel like bucket list. I got to see him, so, yeah. It was good. We had a great time. Good song. Bruce yeah, that, doesn't really tell a lot about why he writes songs or whatever. He's just a writing machine. Well, if you ever watch Springsteen on Broadway, yeah. Bruce will tell you that none of these are his personal experiences. It's well, his, obviously. It's his magic trick. He's a great writer. Yeah. I, when I say stuff about Springsteen, people say, oh, did he sing about being poor again? And I'm just like, it's a good song. It's relatable. It's it's yeah. not about his personal experience. Dri Drive All Night is one of my favorite boss songs. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, it is a good one. It oh, good I'm glad you put that on the list. So, all right, my number three. So, this is a little bit strange. So, it's a cover um, of a Black Sabbath song. Ooh. Oh, yeah. By Charles Bradley, who was a soul and R&B singer. Very good. And it's Changes. So you remember the Black Sabbath version yes, of I'm going yes. through changes. Yes. Charles Bradley gets this thing and tears it up. Oh, okay. Just so much better. I mean, and I'm a I love Black Sabbath. Love Ozzy. You know, love Ozzy. So Charles Bradley did a great job with that one. So that's what I'm going with. And I discovered this song maybe only six or seven months ago, randomly, and I was like, oh my goodness, this needs to be put out there. All right, so that was my number three. Persimus, what you got? My number two is from the great buddy guy. Mm. And the song is, Let the Doorknob Hit You. <laughs> and the first line in the song says, You're always bitching about something I didn't get you. So let the doorknob hit you where my damn dog should have bit you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. That's a real good line. I like that. Only buddy guy. Uh, Only buddy that. guy. I love that That's one. Good. <laughs> good job. All right, April, what's your number two? Oh, okay, this is a really neat song. Another one that my son turned me on to. These, these, some of these Man, we're going to have to have him on a podcast. You really do. You really do need okay, we will. Jack's 22. Okay. He's a senior in Auburn. And so, I mean, I feel like how much I've influenced him with music. I mean, he talks about it all the time, but then I start looking, I'm like, Dude, you're influencing me too. So, mine is a song called Something in the Orange by mm. Zach Bryan. Y'all know what song I'm talking about? No. It's a country mm. song and this song. There's there's a live version, if you can do this on the playlist, and it's him at Red Rocks doing it. And the whole crowd, all this, they Same. know every word of the song, and it is fantastic. He, he, Zach Bryan's good. He re recently Man. released an album called... Me and my homies hate Ticketmaster. <laughs> oh, really? I love that. <laughs> that's really? That's awesome. Well, let's find the one that's at Red Rocks, if that's available. And then there's another one. There's two versions. If you can't okay. get that one, get the one that is just the, the. I think it's just the harmonica and the guitar. It's just two instruments. It's People should version. just discover Zach Bryan. He sings a really good song called Revival. Okay. He's a good, it says, baptize I mean, me in a bottle of a beam good. and put Johnny on the vinyl. Come on. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> bring it. Well, if he made it to Red Rocks, he's something. No, like my, this my guy My favorite is, venue. I think he's hit. I mean, this song is a 
crazy popular song. But yeah, Jack said that they have this thing at Auburn called the Rodeo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's about? big yeah. time. I know where it's at. And he headlined it. And oh, yeah. he said, oh. and Orange is about the sunset and about the, the her tail lights well, going down the driveway. We are right? at some point going to do rodeo songs. Okay. We'll get Jack. And that yes. will include Chris Ledoux. Absolutely yeah. include yeah. Chris yeah, Ledoux. Yeah. Because I've been to Frontier Days in Cheyenne. Yeah, so that's for the, for the future, mm -hmm. yeah. So. so anyway, so I thought it was cool. And, and he uses the color orange in so many ways. He talks about her headlights going out and remember having memories at sunset and all this. So you guys... You, you, need to, you need to listen to that one in the morning on the way to work. All right. Uh -huh. And that playlist, he'll, Percy will probably have that playlist up mid-morning. Yeah. Yes, usually. Yeah. All right. Amanda? Okay. Uh, my number two is, um, I love her sound, Amy Winehouse, mm -hmm. Back to Black. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. She's so bluesy. I love the music in her songs. Gone um, way too soon. Her mm -hmm. and her yes. husband or whatever had a very tumultuous relationship, and she wrote this song about him. They were back and forth, off and on, all during her fame or whatever. But, um, so I, I love the song. Um, when she met her record producer to make her first album, she was a big fan of the Ronettes and the 60s lounge kind oh, of sound. That. We you talked about this. So she yeah. said, I want I to make records that sound like this again. Yeah. So we talked about this the other her, night and how yeah. she shame, shame. was the modern day Ronnie Spector yeah. in so oh, many ways. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Yeah. Yeah, just to such a unique, bluesy, mm -hmm. R&B Sort of brought back this 60s mm -hmm. pop sound. Mm -hmm. It's fabulous. Yeah. Great choice. Her records are start to finish. Just good. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. Good choice. Mm -hmm. All right. Percy, you got anything to add on that? You're good? I got the, I got the shake off. I won't throw the curveball in. <laughs> I tried that once. All right. My number two is another cover. It wasn't the original artist, but... When this guy covers your stuff, it's better. And it's How Can You Mend a Broken Heart. Oh, my God. By the Reverend Al Green. Oh, like oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just I'm trying not to get Al choked Green, up. Yeah. Yeah, so yes. Al Green mm -hmm. is one of my favorites. And uh, I, I'm not ashamed to say it. I love the Bee Gees. I mean, that's from our era. Me yes. too. You know, yes. I knew, and, and Ray loved the Bee Gees. Oh, Y'all yeah. went to see the Bee Gees. Oh, we did. That was our first concert. Yeah, yeah but uh, when Al Green gets a hold of something, it's Al Green's. That's right. So, that's right. anyway, hope you enjoy that one. Mm -hmm. All right, we're now at the moment of truth. Notice I said truth with an S. truth. Because I was talking about Al Green's. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what is your number one, son? My number one, since I used Ben Haggard on the first one, Come on. is a song that Dwight tell Yoakam... Me has another son. Dwight Yoakam said this song made him want to write songs. Wow. And I'm going to post this on Facebook. When he talks about it, Dwight Yoakam mm -hmm. almost starts crying. Yeah. And uh, it's about a... Usually it's the man that leaves, but this is about the woman that has left. And it's, this is a little rough for me because I know what my dad went through. And it's holding things together. Mm. And the song says, holding things together ain't no easy thing to do. When it comes to raising children, it's a job meant for two. Mm. 
Alice, please believe me. I can't go on and on holding things together with you gone. Wow. And, what, and another part says, today was Angie's birthday. I guess it slipped your mind. I tried twice to call you with no answer either time. But the postman brought a package I mailed some days ago. I just signed it, love from mama, so Angie wouldn't know. Mm. Mm. Deep. That's real. Uh-huh. Good stuff. Get you right there. Yeah. And that's, I know my dad went through a lot of that, so that kind of hits me close that's to home. That's your numeral uno. That's my number one. That's a great one. That's great. Yeah, that is a good one. Man, I'm about to start well, tearing up right here. I'm like, okay, I'm so like, man, Chuck's all no, misty over like there. This is like Big Axe right here. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day coming up. Amen. Yeah, so, yeah, good stuff. That got the heart there, person. Yeah, that was promo. We're all at that age where we've had so plenty of experiences. Yes. So, yeah. All right, April, you're no- all right, you're number one. So, so different from... Uh, it's, it's just it's, I'm thinking about in this song I'm thinking about you know renewal and taking what you're going through in the moment and, and trying to get the big picture out of it right and so this song is by the Foo Fighters Love. it's called Times Like These Love. and that song is taking me through so many weird just heartbreaks not just romantic heartbreaks just heartbreaks oh, to, to have you get to that moment and say you know what you know you're going to love again. You're going to give again. You're going to get again. You mm-hmm. just got to put it in perspective. I'm glad you picked that song. And so that was... Oh, and when Dave good. at the Dave's Taylor... Well, I, gotta, well, I was going to say, that's, what I was gonna say that's my fun fact. Not fun fact, but that's the fact. first time they played that after he died, he was, yes, but Dave was bawling. Oh, he had to he pause. Was, he was bawling, and the crowd... There's an article in the in the newspaper. I pulled one from the newspaper, and and the crowd was like cheering him on to keep going because mm-hmm. he was having trouble to even form the words for the song. So, whew, Ooh, man, oh, they're all getting know, torn up in here. But, but times like these, you know, that's a that's, that's a hope song too. It really, it really it is. It is. It's, it's a, a hope, hope song. song. Yeah. Yeah. Great choice. Good number one. Yeah. All right. Enough tears. Come on. I ain't crying. I ain't crying. I'm not crying. Um, my number one, uh, and any of my five could have been the number one. This is not really, but um, the first song I thought of when we had this list, uh, Billy Joe Armstrong wrote this song about a woman who moved out of the country, moved away, or whatever. And so, in anger, he wrote this song. The song is called "Good Riddance" by Green Day, um, and it's basically. You know, the lines of the song are so pretty. The strings, they added the strings to the final version of the song. They did. I love it. I'm a sucker for a song with strings. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he basically opens songs. up with the, the guitar chord, mm-hmm. and then he drops the F-bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. great song, and it's kind of it the way is. I feel about every person that I've known in my life. And just, hey, we had a good time. Yeah. No hatred. Once again. Yeah. You know, I'm on best behavior. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's my number one. Yeah. Was that that's song not that on the last episode of Seinfeld? Seinfeld, yes. Yes. Yeah, good call. One of my favorite, yes. one of my favorite yes. 
favorite shows of all time, and that song was yeah. like the the outro of the series finale of Seinfeld. Yes, I remember Good that. Riddance. I never miss. I loved it. Watched it every week we, when it was live. Live. Yeah. We did too. Yeah. We did too. Obsessed. We're obsessed yeah. with it. Yeah. These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm out. <laughs> Yeah. That's a whole different episode. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, y'all have done so great. So great. All right, it's down to my pick. Number one for me is um, She's Gone by Hall & Oates. Oh, that's a good one. So, and the extended version, if you can find that person. So it's it's just a great song. That goes back to MG. Yeah, that goes back to those MG days. Yeah, I saw them in the in middle school, too. <laughs> Wow. I don't think Great I did. Shoot. I think I was supposed I, yeah. to go and I got in trouble or something. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. Yeah. yeah. John Oates wore a little Bama cut off shirt. It was a fun show. When I was, <laughs> was like sixth, seventh grade. Yeah, they were borderline like, mm, what you doing with all this makeup on? But it was it was oh, one of the things. But they were great. I absolutely I like love Hall of Oates. Yeah. So, Chuck, I want you to tell this story. Let's see. Let me grab the mic if I can get it here. Uh, I talked to Kurt today, and I said, I wonder what Face is doing for his podcast tonight. And he told me, and I said, huh, what if I go tell this story? And there was a couple of songs that I brought up, like... Well, of course God you had to get Kirk approval. Yes, I had to get Kirk's approval for it. But I thought, first off, I thought about my dad and, and the Roy Clark songs that we brought up, uh, Bakersfield and stuff. And thank God the Greyhound, she's gone. You know, and, and different songs that we talked about earlier. And that barely missed my cut, by the way. Thank God, yes. Greyhound, she's gone. My yeah. daddy loves that. We, we, we sit down and pick it. You know, it's sad in the beginning. And he says, thank God, Greyhound, mm-hmm. she's gone. And then, of course, we talked about Robbie Dupree. And I was telling Kirk, I said, you know, Hot Rod Hearts, that's a great one. And then Frankie and the Knockout, Sweetheart. Oh, I mean, that was some MG days. I said, but Kirk, I really want to tell this story. When we were, we, we were 16. I said, you remember that night you called me? And he was dating so-and-so. Go on. You know, there he is. And I said, you remember what you asked me to do? He said, yeah. He said, I asked you to call her and tell her I was tired of her shit. I'm breaking up with her. I said, okay. I sure will. <laughs> and I said, just like that. He said, verbatim. So I called. She answered. She said, what are you doing, Chuck? And I said, not much. But Kirk just wanted me to call you and tell you he's tired of your shit. He's breaking up with you. So she immediately just starts bawling her eyes. Like she's 15. We're 16. And she's just screaming, oh! For two minutes, she screams. And I'm like, hey, hey, I'll, hey, look, I'll, okay, yeah. So I hang up, and I call Kirk back. When I get him on the phone, music in the background is just blaring. <laughs> and he says, did you tell her? I said, yeah, I did. Did you tell her exactly what I said? Yeah, I told her you was tired of her shit. About that time, I heard the music get turned up, and I heard Jerry Rosden hitting it. Freebird. <laughs> he's playing Freebird. Because now he's free. <laughs> now he's free. I never thought of Freebird oh, like Spirit as a breakup song, but Kirk Miner that night made <laughs> a breakup free. song. Made Freebird a breakup great. song. Great well, that's to you, Brother Kirk. And we love you. Yes, that's great. Is, uh, How many nights have we spent over at their house, his, his house. house? doing stuff. Hey, we used to listen to that. Yeah, we ain't going to bring up the Richard Pryor table. No, uh, no. That's that, a whole different That episode. was great. He said, call her back and see how she's doing. So I'm like, you can call her back again. So I call her back and she's still crying. <laughs> and I call her back and she's good. And it must have been on loop because it's still playing Freebird. <laughs> he just kept, it was albums then. He no, it was kept, an A-track. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was hard to navigate eight tracks, too. He <laughs> yes. kept finding it. He's a free bird. Good. That's a pretty long song. Though, that's a good one. Yeah, oh, played. yeah, the original. How long minutes. is the original? I was going to say, if I had just been the same song, that's a pretty long Personal. song. Personal. Seven or eight. For Kirk, play well, it. It's not 11 minutes. Eight or nine. It's still on the same song. You're going to play the long version. I can't when imagine Dave Sweet Kirk doing that. Oh, yeah. You can see Kirk doing that. No, I can't imagine Sweet Kirk doing that. Uh, he did it. Yeah. I did it. Well, we both that's good. It. Good story. <laughs> Glad you showed up. Glad yeah. you popped in on us tonight. Free bird. So this has been, uh, hey, have y'all had fun? Yeah. yeah it's it's been, been great. We missed so, you, Wendy. Wendy. Yeah, Wendy. Sorry you couldn't make it. She had a work thing. You got to um, submit your list anyway, right? Put it on the playlist? Oh, she'll give it to us. Yeah. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll get it on there. Um, if not, we'll just, we won't. <laughs> if she gives it to us, we Either will. Either we will or we won't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, okay. All right. Like Hank Jr. said, if it will, it will. If it won't, it, it won't. won't. It that's right. Well, all right. appreciate all y'all being here. This has been a good time. Mm -hmm. And all I got to say is bye-bye.